Hello, I'm Oliver Braid. And welcome to the Alien Oliver Show. Uh, <laughs> this is really the, officially, the, our second special GI Festival broadcast. Celebrating Glasgow International for everybody out there listening in Glasgow and beyond. It's a three-week festival, and I guess we're sort of, well, two-thirds, one-third of the way into it at the moment. And this broadcast, actually, we were meant to be doing it on location at one of the um, major arts venues that the city has. But this morning we woke up, and, um, oh, we kind of decided that we weren't going to go there. We decided, well, I don't know whether, hopefully this was a communal decision. There was a, quite a lot of discussion it about it. It was a combination, it. I think. and like, But it was also a communal discussion between ourselves having a discussion and perhaps this particular venue really like not having such a discussion, in, in which case they were contributing to the discussion through their silence. Do you mean that they were ignoring our emails and refusing to um, really appreciate I us as I a cultural entity? about refusing to acknowledge. I think it's just the fact that everyone's really busy and focused on their own things. And so sometimes just things get pushed to the wayside. But I, and I think it's about claiming that back and saying, like, it's okay for us yeah. not to be important to some people because other people have got other things on their minds. And, and realizing that you're not the centre of everyone's world, I think, is actually quite a positive thing. Well, it's the certainty of insignificance. It's the certainty of it? insignificance really coming into play, and I, I hope that we can expand on that a little bit later. Yeah, so anyway, I felt, I'm, I guess I was in mixed minds about whether or not to go to this... Um, unnamed venue. Unnamed venue. Um, I was in mixed minds because it's such a beautiful day, and we had discussed that we were going to walk to this unnamed venue which is quite a far it's quite a long way <laughs> from our house but we would have had to have left at 10 o'clock in the morning to get there and set up in time and it's such a beautiful day so i was kind of looking forward to that i'd have liked to have gone on the walk to this unknown venue um yeah because when i got up this morning because last night we were saying well uh we'll have our meeting our discussion on the show on the way to this unknown venue but not if it's raining and then when i woke up this morning the skies were blue mm. It did seem like, oh, we could definitely go to this unknown venue today. Like, it would be a really beautiful journey. But then, actually, I think if you're going on a journey to somewhere and you're not sure whether you're actually, uh, you know, really that, whether people are really that bothered about you being there or, like, whether it's necessary for you to be there. And I think that that's the thing, like, that I've been thinking about a lot this week is whether you should only really do something if the form... It really dictates the fact that it has to be there. Like, I think you have to be quite conceptually tight about everything that you're putting out there. And at the minute, the form of the radio show seems to function well enough as it is. Yeah, and it's um, more... I, I mean, I guess I, I felt much more relaxed about staying here. And, I mean, I've had a really nice morning. I asked you just before we went on the air if you've had a nice morning. And I know it started off with a little bit of a discussion <laughs> about whether or not we were going to go <laughs> to the unnamed venue. Um, but then after that, I just went into my room and did a lot of rereading and reflecting on all of the notes that I've made over the last two months. 
which has been a really relaxing experience. And I felt that it's something that I had to do because I felt like all over the place and so many people wanting my time and so many people wanting me to do different things in different directions, which I know is absurd. But I think you get that feeling more when um, you don't make time to think and to sit still. And if you do make time to think and to sit still, then suddenly you can kind of put everything in order and everything seems to make sense. So just doing that this morning was really useful. But maybe I should introduce the theme. Maybe you should. I mean, what I did this morning, while, interestingly enough, yeah. while you were in your room researching, I did a little bit of admin and I started to fill out some forms for something that I've been invited to submit some work to. Yeah. So I was working on that, and I think that with that in mind, it might be a good time for you to introduce the uh, what the theme is. Okay. Well, the theme, I, I like to think of last week's theme and this week's theme, rather than being selected by one of us as being a bit of a collaborative decision. It has been. Based on somebody proposing something and the other one not really liking it and saying, why don't we do We're more of a back instead? and forth, right? Trying to find a more specific term, I think. Yeah. So this is actually something that was mentioned in last week's show, which makes sense to me. If you have listened to last week's show, the sound quality is quite bad and I'm sorry about that. I apologise specifically. I was just looking at too many notes and I kept removing my mouth from the microphone. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. If you can't hear me... Uh, I'll more than happily repeat it to you in private. <laughs> I'll fill you in. You can just hotmail me, Facebook or, me. Or tweet him. Um, so we mentioned the idea of competitions. And this is something that I, I've been thinking about wanting to do for a long time because it seems to be quite central. I mean, central to the art world and how you motivate yourself as an artist. But I think rather than looking just at the art world as a microcosm, it's also something that's central just to human life. Absolutely. Like, if you look at all different types of career, all different fields of work, the element of competition is what drives people forward. So I think it, I mean, it is a really interesting thing for us to, to sort of discuss and pick about maybe in the context of Glasgow International mm -hmm. and maybe in the context of being forced into a situation where or not even forced into a situation. So just um, being in a situation where all of these other artists practicing in the city are putting on exhibitions and putting on shows and making their um, work public and how that makes you kind of feel, how that maybe motivates your actors and motivating. It's quite interesting, actually, because one of the reviews of Glasgow International that came out on Sunday after the opening weekend talked quite a lot about how one of the, not so much problems, but one of the challenges that curators face working in Glasgow and putting on the festival is that there's just so many really brilliant artists that live and work in Glasgow. Really? Yeah, and apparently. And so that's really what makes it a difficult decision to choose which artists from Glasgow that you're going to support because there's just such an it's such an oversaturated population of people making really interesting things all the time i'd say there's definitely an oversaturated pop population of artists i'm not sure about there being so many good artists but that's the thing but also because because this idea of what's good is purely like arbitrary right like yeah. so yeah, I mean, what we might not think that so-and-so or so-and-so or so-and-so are, like, really great artists, but imagine if you're from outside of it and you're a lot more, like, 
not so engaged in just one specific idea, then you can see that there's actually lots of people just working really hard on on their own things. And I think that that's one of the things that really is helpful to look at in, in terms of competition because I've been thinking a lot about, you know, ever since we mentioned it recently, the certainty of insignificance. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about, well, actually, what's great is that people are doing stuff and then I wonder like why they need to share it and if sharing something is just purely in need of being verified by other people mm. if you take the word artwork out of that equation like please like my artwork tell me the best if you take the word artwork out all you're really saying is please like me and tell me that I'm the best <laughs> and and if you're looking for other people to tell you that you're okay and that what you're doing is okay then I think that that's not a great way to be it's not at all it's and actually it's really depressing and pointless it um, is it is but on the flip side of that, and I think you just touched on it, one of the kind of positive functions of competition as an idea is that actually all the things that we enjoy in the 21st century and all the things humans have enjoyed in the whole history of the world have sort of been based on people wanting to be better than their competitors. So they're always trying to make better facilities, better projects, you know, better whatever, like always trying to be better. And then in the grand scheme of things, humanity benefits from that. But for wow. individuals involved in pushing it forward, it actually can be quite psychologically detrimental. That is so interesting. But it's so interesting. I mean, I have made a few notes, and I know that we talked... I mean, because one of the things that I was interested in talking about in terms of competition... This is an important point. I know what you're going to say. It's important. ...is how it reflects on our relationship in the radio show. Yeah. Was this what you thought I was going to yeah, say? Yeah, absolutely. Because I wonder if listeners have, have noticed this over a period of time. The, cha the change. Because I've heard some people have noticed, actually. Well, we've started... Well, I've started... One of the things that I've noticed is, because I am an avid listener of the Emmy <laughs> and Oliver show, that I've not actually enjoyed listening to the last few shows. And it's something... I mean, I don't know whether other listeners have heard Tweet us in if you've, if you've got that feeling, because we always want to make it better. Yeah, we definitely want to make it not better. Not in a competitive way, obviously. Not in a competitive <laughs> way. Um, but... Especially the last two shows, maybe, um, Superstitions and... Communities. 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 Particularly, we're Heaven talking... Heaven forbid you should forget communities. Uh, we're talking at each other rather than listening. Mm -hmm. And we're really, like, it's a competition for airtime. Like, who can... And because we've both, I guess, competed by preparing with mm. extensive notes, that it then becomes a competition who can relay this information. That they've learned, right? That they've it's learned. about being individually clever when actually I think the radio show is about us having time to have a relationship it's about a collective effervescence really than a trying to impress yeah. with knowledge i think it should be yeah because if we're trying to impress with knowledge uh, my worry uh, apologies to any listeners for what i'm about to say but my worry is that the radio show became too geared towards uh pleasing listeners and not so much about the actual act of what we're doing right now which is about the flow of just doing the activity and I think, like, the thing is with the Ellie and Oliver show is that it's a form which requires the potential of an audience or the threat of an audience. But actually, the, where the collective effervescence lies and where perhaps the poetic terrorism, although I know you can't name it because then it disperses, but where all of those things lie is actually in the interaction between us two in the lounge. The audience are more like what, what makes us... Keep speaking? Yeah, keep speaking. But beyond that... Um, I don't know. I think that we really have to think about like how the form functions. 
Well, and it was More. like, in a way, it was the competition. If you think about it, Oliver, it was the fact that we were faced with the GI Festival program and all of our peers and all of these people that we know from the MFA course and all the rest of it are doing stuff. It was that competitive pressure that made us organize three GI specials yeah, yeah, yeah. and made us go on location to the Mitchell Library last week, which I did actually really enjoy and was fantastic. And potentially go on location to an unnamed venue this week exactly and then next week supposedly we are meant to be at the cca doing our final broadcast gi special which i i I think um might not be too bad because i've booked the electron club space Mm. and the electron club space in itself is a really interesting space because it's 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 not like intermedia or the gallery space or all of these spaces where exhibitions happen it's a space it's a private space it's not. It's mm. community space. Yeah. Weird stuff happens there, and <laughs> I think we something weird will be happening next Friday. I think we fit twelve to twelve thirty better into that bracket of geeks and nerds and people who make <laughs> stuff with computers. And like Artists Anonymous yeah. happens there, which is our support group that we're involved in. So I think you know, actually, it's really for me extremely appropriate for us to be doing a GI special that just comes from the lounge. Because we overlook, and I know I spoke about it a lot last week as well, we overlook that actually there's people being creative all over the city and they don't even necessarily identify as artists. People are doing creative things all the time and having creative responses to things and celebrating their relationships in creative ways without having to put it on this pedestal of saying like, oh yeah, we're doing it at this venue, we're doing it at this yeah. venue, blah, blah, blah. Like venues that I think are irrelevant... They are. We don't need in the terms validation. Of, in terms of validation or verification, that's it. And, like, you know, in my studio, I have this sentence at the minute that says creativity over competitivity. I don't know if that's a word, but I think that that is a really key bit. But it's also about, I suppose, I mean, it's getting to about halfway through the show now, so I think that we're going to introduce the first song. And I think this, for a little change this time, it's I'm the first song... Um, because I began to feel like actually there was some kind of competition. Like I quite often had the end song mm-hmm. and I, I, d- I want to erase any of those chants. Like I think we've just got to go with the flow and this week it suits it better. I the form is better for me to be in the m- just in the middle and, and the you music, to be at the end. This is, anyway, I'll talk about this later, but no, nothing, cho- music choices. I'm thinking of choice of clothes because both of us are wearing clothes that we've worn in previous photos several times, yeah. I think. We're and just like, letting loose. We're letting loose. Like but it's, it's about not a competition. And I, and, but I think also it's not just about understanding, right? The word that I'm really into, which features a lot in this song, is overstanding, which isn't just about understanding how something works so that you can, like, reproduce the thing that works. It's about understanding the context of in which something happens and understanding all the implications of something else. And really, I suppose, the, the clue is in the word overstanding, so it gives you this idea that actually you're looking at a much broader way of appreciating something rather than just like trying to muscle in there and get into what you think is actually the right way to do something. Also, I really like it because one of the lines in this song is proper attitude is better than fancy clothes. And one of my worries often is that when competition comes in the door, manners go out of the window. And I think that that is something that is important. Yeah, pushing um, people aside. So should we play a song? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, so this is The Key and it's an old song. It's from like 2009. It's by Speech to Bell. But I just think it's beautiful, socially conscious hip-hop. So, enjoy that. Mm. Okay. I 
You see, you held it down and learned patience. Cause some reasons are without an explanation. This is my song, so I'll explain the situation. But where your business out, girl? Cause that's a bait thing. I saw you at the big station. Like it's working, going. Money have a message. Just keep the what you're doing. It's crazy. Cause together we could have made cheese. I didn't. Truthfully, you're right like me. The only real difference is you slide me. Your need for attention makes you attract the beef. Ironically, I used to say you was a mad cow. You a funny little girl with a funny little style. I know you hear my words. I know you read between the lines. I'm a circle the truth, but I will not tell a lie. I remember the time I came beyond with a knife. I don't want to take life, but I want to take life. But I'm beginning that now I can walk from a vow. My days on road and show me life is like gold. The process world is big enough for us both. I know you was down. I also know that you coped. I hope that means you learn to slow your road and keep your mouth closed. A proper attitude is better than fancy clothes. So as a chat to close, that's how the story goes. As I've grown, I've learned that friends turn the phone. I heard you got your yard now. When you grow now, it's not arms house, cause I overstand. Yeah, overstanding is the key, key. Overstanding is the key, key. I heard you got your car now. I see you around town. It's not arms house, cause I overstand. Yeah, overstanding is the key. Oliver Braid and I'm just going to do a quick I, I, I was listening actually again to that song in the interval and I, I just wanted to point out some other really nice sentences from it I really love this because I think the whole song is about Speech Bell talking to someone that she might have been a rival with or competing with I really like this line together we could have made G's um, could have made G- what? I think it means like making money because I think it's oh. about someone that maybe she was friends with and then it all fell apart and I also really like this idea of understanding the world is big enough for us both because actually I suppose that's what the what we're talking about right now is understanding that the the radio show can support both of us having a conversation, and we don't need to be like. And Glasgow can support all of those amazing artists. It can, if it depends on how those artists expect to be supported. That's the thing. Yeah. Plus us in our lounge. Yeah, but we're doing we're making something right now in our lounge, and it doesn't really require any like 
groveling or asking someone else to tell us that what we're doing is okay. Like, I'm cool with it. We were talking last night about how nice it's going to be in, like, if we're alive in, like, 70 years' time to look back and listen and realize that just at this time in our lives, we made these things together, and that's beautiful, and they exist for us. But they're also there for the pleasure of other people. But I did a talk this week where I said, actually, what's really interesting is if everyone gets so bored with you that the dream is that they begin to do their own actions instead. And then we get this state, which Quentin Crisp talks about, which he sees like, well, or I was saying in my speech, it's the end of the dialectical world as we know it, because everybody's talking and nobody's listening. Uh-huh. Well, that's what's happening on Twitter. Yeah. If you look at Twitter, like everybody's got their little piece of thing to say. But I think that's a good way to be. It just depends uh. whether you get stressed out about people listening or not, because... Yeah, I'm I'm questioning why. I know it sounds a bit naughty to say this on the radio, but like, I like the idea of everyone being motivated and everybody realizing that they are allowed to talk and do what they want and they don't have to share it with anyone else other than the people that they really care and feel secure with and that they trust. Well, what I've come to realize this morning, (laughs) when I was just doing a bit of reflection. Hashtag morning insight. Morning insight. Well, this is the importance of the mornings to me, and I know I was a bit of an asshole to you saying, look, Apologies I, need, for asshole. I need to know what we're doing this morning, because like you said, 10.30 in the morning is when you, your brain really switches yeah, on. 10.30 is the best time. Well, for me, it was 9.30, and I knew that if we stayed here rather than going to the unnamed venue, that I would have time to really reflect, and, and it would be this like prime time. When my brain's actually working. That's an amazing time. Really amazing time. If you can feel it in yourself. I love that feeling. It was it was it was really great. It was flowing and then I popped out and I was just like popped out of my room and I was like, This morning's been amazing. But one of the things that I came to realise is that this idea of always looking to the external world for either motivation or for self validation, you know, why do we always keep coming back to this? Because it's so frustrating. Yeah. Because all you've really got is yourself. And mm-hmm. you've got to learn to deal with yourself. And you've got to learn to motivate yourself. And in terms of um, competition, we were talking about, um, well, during the song, well, these notions of intrinsic motivation, which is motivation that comes from yourself, or mm-hmm. extrinsic motivation, which is external factors acting as a motivator. But the idea of competing with yourself, (laughs) if you need some sort of competitive structure to make yourself work harder or to better yourself, um, that's probably the best way to function because that's something that is going to be a constant in your life and that's something that you're always going to have. So in terms of re-listening to the radio show and saying that we want to improve ourselves and we want this continual improvement, Mm. that's a sort of self-competition. But, you know, I was wondering, when we say improvement and then motivation, I think we have to make a distinction because actually motivation for me just carries with it the idea of moving forward, whereas I think improvement is can potentially be about accepting certain things. Like, I've been thinking a lot this week and previously, like, God, maybe I'm just a really lazy person yeah. and instead of trying to push myself to not be a lazy person, maybe actually it's about accepting that I'm a lazy person, and then overstanding laziness to see where that, what that can give me. Because I know you want to talk about Bertrand Russell in a bit. I actually read a Bertrand Russell essay this week about laziness right. and about the important... Oh, no, sorry, about idleness 
and about the importance of idleness and about the importance of leisure time and how the mentality of work is really just the ment oh the morality of work is the morality of slaves. Now you really are trying to impress me with your I knowledge. just threw it in. No, but you know, it's not I'm gonna have to, this game. I'm going to have to re-listen to that <laughs> podcast to understand that. But in terms of Bertrand... But if we're, if we're only working right... Because I suppose he uses the model for people who work for money. Yeah. And the reason they're motivated by working for money is so that essentially they can be idle at some other time. It's so different. It's so different from our world. Like, and, and that's why it's kind of difficult to engage with. Because that idea of trying to get through the week as quickly as possible so you can live for the weekend is the opposite of kind of, I guess I see every day as a sort of, I mean I do treat my weekend slightly differently but every day is potential for doing interesting and creative stuff. Just for pleasure, right? I think every day has to have in it some potential for pleasure. I can't imagine working that kind of job where... It would be, it would be so horrendous. But Oliver... We've only, got, time. we've only got five minutes left, so there's not a massive amount of time for uh, a big lecture on Bertrand Russell. Bang in some Bertrand. We've got a competition as well. We, we should talk about the competition for listeners. Well, the thing that about, about Bertrand Russell really just relates to what you were saying about um, how competition is necessary to a certain extent for social progress. And I was re-listening to these. You can get them on the um, Radio 4 website, but they're lectures he did in 1948, the Wreath Lectures on Radio 4 about um, authority in the individual um, and looking at the role of the individual in relation to society. And the big question that he poses is how can we combine the degree of individual initiative that is necessary for progress with the degree of social cohesion that is necessary for survival. So again, I guess it comes down to finding a balance between um, competing with your peers and realizing at a certain point <laughs> that we all have to get along and live together mm-hmm. and that this competitive environment cannot, if it's going to b- have a negative consequences, that it's best possibly to put elements of it aside and to just get along but i think yeah and i think that well, that makes me think that actually what it's about what competition should be about is making something that you think is really great and you want to share with your peers because you think it will give them pleasure it's not about trying to compete with people so that you can get one over on other people or say like oh look i've been validated by so and so therefore i'm better than you actually you're saying i've made this thing and it's for everyone to share like and i think it's good enough to share do we have time for a competition? Let's do the competition really left. quickly and then do the song. So listen, I know that this week we've been mentioning an unnamed venue that we were supposed to be broadcasting from today as part of our Glasgow International Specials. Uh, now, the chance of the competition is to win an Ellie and Oliver t-shirt. You know, these have been flying off the shelves, <laughs> uh, but luckily we have got a few left. And so the first person to tweet us with the name of the unknowned art venue based in Glasgow. It's a large art venue in Glasgow that we were supposed to be broadcasting from today. If you tweet us the name of the venue to at Ellie and Oliver, we will send you a t-shirt of your choice size-wise. And if you want, one of us will also wear it for a day before we send it. So let us know the name, your t-shirt size, and if you want us to wear it or not before we send it. And it's at Ellie and Oliver, unnamed venue competition. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, we, we're running out of time really, really, really annoyingly because I really enjoyed today's show. Yeah, but, it was nice. Um, 
I used to enter a lot of competitions when I was, young, when I was younger because I'm a very competitive person. <laughs> you may not have noticed. Um, but this is not one of those competitions where you really have to think about it and come up with a creative answer because I always you don't shied, have to be competitive. Well. I shied away from those <laughs> oh. ones because they involved too much. Well, I like the ones that were just an element of luck or it's just about getting in there. And yeah, just get in there. Just get in there. At Ellie and Oliver. Anyway, probably best to go move on to the final song. Amazing. Which is Beautiful. a shame because I didn't even get to mention Roller Derby once. Wow. It's <laughs> too competitive. I know. Um, so one thing Speech to Bell said, which I also noticed, um, was that a proper attitude is better than fancy clothes. And like I we mentioned... We both love that. It's so important. Um, we've not got fancy clothes on today. <laughs> and I also find there is this competitive pressure not only to impress you and the listeners with knowledge that I've acquired over the last week, but to also impress you and the listeners with my music choice. But the sad fact is <laughs> that I don't care and I just want to play a song that makes me happy when I'm walking in the sunshine with my headphones on. Perfect for And today. it's a lovely sunny day, so wherever you are, you probably absolutely hate this. <laughs> but if you've got any sense of fun, just get on down and dance. Bye. Bye-bye.